Hello, hello, hello. We're back again. We are here, the Gridiron Gang, kicking off week 18 with my boy Kier cooking in the laboratory, fresh back from Mexico, overseas vacation. Happy New Year's, my friend. Merry Christmas to your family. Hola, soy Kier. Oi, soy Kier, soy Kier. Te amo, no, me amo, baby. I don't know what I'm saying, but we're back live, baby. Football we're back, last we're week. Back. Yeah, last week was a great week. Um, I was obviously, yeah, I was down in Mexico, uh, but I'm... At our resort, there's a lot of TV options, actually, so I got to watch some of the games. That Monday night game on Christmas was, I tweeted, it was almost as good as a Seahawks win. Seahawks won on the 24th, and then watching San Fran get their doors blown off oh by Baltimore God. was just the true, Decimation true cap on the holiday man. season, which is incredible. <laughs> and then obviously to be followed up last week by absolute fucking heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man, no kidding. I fucking hate the Steelers. And now it's grind time, man, now it's grind time. We got a crazy week in front of us, Eli. Some games mean so much. We got games that are basically playoff games. We got games that I couldn't name you half of the starters that are going to be playing for either team. Uh, so it should be an interesting one. But what it's nice, it actually limits us, which is sometimes good. Kind of gives you a little bit of a reset, slows you down a bit, makes you pick and choose your spots um, on the important games. Um, I mean, knowing us, we'll probably still have some type of play on every game, but that's just for fun, right? But you can really hone in, especially if you're doing any bigger unit bets or compared to some other ones that you just throw for feelers for fun. Um, so it's time to time to dial it in right before these playoffs start and ca- catch, some, catch some heat. In- Last year we got hot during the playoffs and let up, and we threw down some whale bets for the Super Bowl, which went our way. But Tails never fails, baby. Let's bucks, go. 100 bucks was nice to just put on the coin flip. There was about eight of us that was on it, and we all hit it. That was a great start to the game. And then it didn't stop there with the live bets. No, we were hitting no, touchdowns. Was, we were hitting everything. The scene was lit. It yeah. was lit all so day. So we're looking to build up to that again this year. And it all starts this week, Eli. First game, Steelers at the Ravens on Saturday. Steelers are minus three on the road. They need to win, and they need a couple other things to happen for them to be able to make the playoffs. I believe they need the Jaguars to lose, and they need the Bills to lose. Um, and the Steelers need to win to get in. But we've seen crazier things happen, so they're still technically alive. Over-under in this game is 35 the Ravens are sitting their main players, Eli, Lamar Jackson, I'm assuming a guy like Rokon Smith. These type of guys will be sitting the game. Um, we're still not quite sure what's going to be happening with uh, their running backs um, and stuff like that because they do use multiple running backs, as we know. They just signed Dalvin, Dalvin Cook, Cook yeah. which obviously he's on the practice squad. He's not going to be in for this game. They brought him in for the playoffs. Just an insurance piece because they've been so unlucky with their, their running backs the years of late, right? Everybody kind of getting hurt, so... It'll be interesting to see who gets touches there if they want to shut down Gus Edwards or Justice Hill. Any, in which way, uh, maybe the game gets out of hand. I don't know. But this is a prideful game too. Like we were just talking about before this, their preseason record is incredible, and it's incredible for a reason. They're just very well prepared under Harbaugh. So um, expect these guys are getting their chance to play. They're playing for a potential job or a future to stay on a team and stuff like that. So expect them to play hard. Um, I hate the Steelers. That's never been a secret. Obviously, last week just makes me hate them more. But in the last couple of weeks, they've been able to show themselves winning it in the air and, and on the ground, right? So that's a tough team to beat when they can find different ways to beat you. We were just taking a look at some stats, and Jalen Warren is averaging 5.4 yards a carry, um, which is the same as CMC, Jameer Gibbs, and uh, Justin Fields. And Najee's questionable this week. So... 
if they can have the opportunity to run, I wouldn't be surprised to see a lot of Jalen Warren this week. Give him more touches. He's getting a bunch of yards. He's playing well. And if Najee's kind of banged up or proceeds to get more banged up in the game if he's not going in fully healthy, I could see Warren kind of taking over and being their lead back there. And I mean, obviously, he's been pretty good. He's somebody we've bet a lot on throughout the year, every which way, basically. Rushing yards, receiving yards, catches. We've kind of done it all. So I think that's a, a smart bet to go in on this game. I don't really see any player props out for uh, Baltimore, so we'll have to wait on that. Um, if a guy maybe like an Isaiah Likely is will be playing or not, obviously he's not their number one tight end, but Mark Andrews is out, and he, so he has stepped up to that role, and he's been huge for them. So it'll be interesting to see. And anything you like in this game? Because it's, it's kind of hard to tell with who exactly is going to be playing and who won't for the Ravens. Yeah, motivation's a big key here too, right? So Mike Tomlin's team, they got everything to play for. Ravens can't go up from here, right? They're locked in at the one spot. Um, sometimes that's dangerous, like you mentioned, because there are a lot of capable players still willing to fight for their spots on potential other teams or on that team for next year, whatever the case may be. Um I like what you said, Jalen Warren. That just definitely pops to my mind as well, too. I also like, I mean, George Pickens, Mason Rudolph, a lot of chemistry in those last two games together. It's kind of hard to stray away from that, especially when there's questions about who's even going to be lacing up the boots on the secondary for Baltimore, too. But, you know, teams that have nothing to lose are sometimes really dangerous, too, right? So I'm not too sure if I like Pittsburgh in the outright market. I mean, you already mentioned it. The Baltimore backups are more than capable. They torch it in the preseason all the time. There's so. no love lost between no, these no, teams. No, no, they're Baltimore still coming out. Baltimore hates the Ravens. Yeah. So these guys have been, they're getting their chance to, to start and get their get self on tape in a game and to play spoiler against the Steelers. And I don't think Hardball and that coaching staff or the players on that team will take that lightly. Even the starters that aren't playing, I think, will be doing everything they can to get their guys into a position to try to beat these Steelers because why not? Yeah. Right? You're... Number one goal is to is to always make the playoffs, and if you can't make the playoffs, what's your next goal is to make sure one of your division rivals don't make doesn't, the playoffs. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So when you have a chance to spoil like that, um, clearly they are thinking that majority of the Ravens' top players are sitting because the Steelers are the favorite in Baltimore. And if but don't forget, Tyler Huntley is not a bad quarterback. He's looked great at times. He's in the filling Pro Bowl in for last Lamar, year. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's a Pro <laughs> Bowl quarterback. Yeah. yeah, let's not make things twisted here. He is you know, a, he's, so, a great, he's a great backup, though, in all seriousness. Yeah. He's been very capable when he's came in in years past. We've seen Lamar get hurt basically every year, and yeah. he's played quite a bit of football. I'm hoping right? so, for, and I know I say I hate the Steelers, but I'm just hoping for entertainment purposes that the Ravens keep this close and make it interesting because Saturday it's a standalone game. It's the first game of the week. You do want want to watch something interesting and not just watch one team want it a lot more and blow them out. I think TJ Watt is right now is the most sacks in the league, and if he holds that, he'll be the third year he's led the league in sacks, which will be a record. So that's you know also that'll be prominent him. in he'll his mind to be for coming, sure. Yeah. Especially Huntley. I mean, Lamar Jackson's a little harder to sack, even though Huntley can move his feet. He's not Lamar, obviously, no. so, um, so watch out for him going. Yeah, so... We'll keep an eye on everything, but as of right now, probably just Jalen Warren. Yeah, I, I like him the most. He's really the only thing that you could trust in my mind in this game, especially, like you said, if Najee's hurt. I'm not going to be looking at any Ravens props and going Absolutely. for any like 
big time shots on that yeah. or whatever. But maybe if Huntley's like rush yards are low, like 20, 20 yards or something, yeah, I've maybe seen him scramble before. Yeah, so that's not a. I don't hate that yeah, at all. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. We'll move on to the better game of the two on Saturday: big Texans one. at the Colts. This is a playoff big game. Big one, man. Um, win and get in. Texans are minus one. Colts are plus one, and both these teams, I believe, still have a chance to win the division because if the Jaguars lose, absolutely, um, and Justin or sorry, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is going to be a game time right? decision. Yeah. It sounds like so. Um, this is huge for both of these teams. Both these teams, really, if you look at it, have absolutely overachieved this year. Big time. Shane Steichen versus D'Amico Ryan, two of the best new coaches in the league. Shane Steichen, arguably, I mean. Especially when you see what's happened with Philadelphia's offense this year. After him leaving, it kind of goes to show how much impact he had there. And now he's leading a team with the backup quarterback with a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, they were missing their their running back for the first five or six games and then missed a couple later on. Um, Yeah, like I said, backup quarterback, your your top draft pick from last year, Anthony Richardson, goes out. And for them to be where they are... um, it's good, good, really good for them. And honestly, I've enjoyed watching these Colts. I've always liked Minshew, Minshew Mania. So I actually kind of hope they win this game. But Tex- I, even seeing that, I feel guilty almost because Texans are a great story. Um, it's been awesome to see C.J. Stroud in his rookie year. And he's obviously just came back from that concussion too. So you don't want to be that, be the, almost the reason that their season got derailed and are going to miss the playoffs. But uh, this one should be really interesting. And fun. I like Jonathan Taylor over 72 and a half yards and Jonathan Taylor touchdown. I mean, he's been great for them since he's been back. And, I mean, I just don't see this Texans team being able to stop them. Uh, Greenlaw is out for them. That's a big loss. A green yard, sorry. Yeah, he's Uh, been great this year. He's out for them. So, I mean, they're just banged up. Their offense is banged up too, really. I mean, right? I mean, Tank Dell's still been out. Eagle Collins is back healthy. Um... Dalton Schultz is back healthy. Damian Pierce has had a real drop-off since last year, which is crazy because they had no offense last year, and he was great. He was incredible, And now yeah. suddenly they have an offense, and Devin Singletary is arguably running some of the best of his career. So this one's going to be really entertaining. Um, I do lean towards Colts plus um, on Moneyline, plus 100, but we'll see. I, I will be playing the Jonathan Taylor stuff, and I this one's more of a... For me, it doesn't really matter which team wins, and I don't dislike either team. So it should just be a fun one to watch. I hope it's entertaining. Yeah, man. Um, you you hit the nail on the head at the start. Both teams massively overachieving this year. If anyone was to tell me at the beginning of the year that we'd be having a Colts-Houston Texans duel for the top seed in the division, potentially, I would say you're absolutely out of your mind. And then all the narratives for the whole season for both teams, what they battled through. Imagine you had a future ticket on Texans and Colts, just one of them individually <laughs> for them to meet the playoffs, and you're sitting here being like, one of these has to cash. Yeah, you're You'd be feeling, feeling pretty so good, good right because about both now. these teams Unless pre-season. they fucking tie to end the fucking oh season. Could you imagine that? And dude. somehow they both missed. That would be the funniest thing in the world. But yeah, at the beginning of the season, I think before the season, these teams were both projected to be some of the worst your teams man. in the league. Absolutely. So, Two rookie like quarterbacks said, that both... were supposed to lead the way. And obviously Anthony Richardson sadly going down early. Minshew been incredible. JT been in and out of the lineup throughout One the year. One of the testament to these coaches. Incredible, man. Incredible job done. Yeah. Uh, 
we talked earlier this week, it's incentive week for a lot of players too. One of the main ones was Dalton Schultz needing four catches for about 250k and I believe six catches to hit another 250k. I'm not saying they're going to force the ball to him or not. But he could be prominent in in the scheme. Obviously, he's had a good year. He's had a couple huge games, a couple really bad games, and a lot of injuries that he's dealt with too. Nico Collins, you just touched on, been banged up. Tank Dell's still not there. So not a whole lot of weapons for CJ Stroud to throw the ball to. So that might be something you want to look to. I might have a little flyer on that. Probably nothing too heavy or anything, but... I'm just excited for this game. I think this will be a great way to kick off the weekend Saturday night, man. This will be a blast to watch. And like we've talked about a few times before, both these teams throughout the season when their quarterbacks are healthy have been found ways to score. Oh, yeah. They've both been able to score. So I could see this one being an exciting game. And like we both said, especially as NFC fans, this doesn't matter to us who wins this game. Both are great stories. So sit back. Make some food, get ready, and just, just sink in and enjoy the game. Because this is our last man. week of the regular this season. It, it's gone by this so it. fast. It's flown by in a whole crazy. new fucking year already. But yeah, so let's enjoy it. Especially fan. these games because there's enough bad games on the exactly. slate exactly. on Sunday that we don't need to waste Sunday these ones, right? crazy whack for the most part. <laughs> let's get right in. Speaking yeah. of Sunday, Falcons <laughs> at the Saints. Saints are minus three at home. Falcons are plus three at, on the road. Over under of 42, Eli, the floor is yours. Well, I mean, this is about as gross as it could ever be, right? So you're talking the NFC South, and you're talking potentially a team that could win the division with a losing record this year. And the scenario in which that comes true is the Falcons beating the Saints and the Bucks losing to the Panthers. That is a possibility. That blows my mind that that's a realm of possibility. Do I see that happening? Fuck no. Fuck the Falcons. We've been through this before. We're sitting here backfired on us last week. I ain't going here We again, went heavy on against the Falcons last <laughs> week, and they absolutely just won in a landslide. You it know was what, man? The, the whole thing is is tough. to go back to the well sometimes when it don't work, and I'll be shooting again. Yeah. I'll be pouring on the Saints, mostly for my own sanity, just so I'm rooting extra hard, and I do not lose belief. I will be pouring my own bankroll on that in a big way. Kamara, questionable. He just got hit with a questionable tag less than an hour ago. We're pretty much fucked in the backfield if he's not playing. Look for a heavy dose of Taysom Hill to be that Swiss Army knife that we need. Because it ain't Jamal Williams, I'll tell you that right now. That dude is dust. He's hanging on by a thread to his NFL career. Uh, I need Chris Olave to have a huge game, man. I need this guy to show the fuck up. He is that young star. Prove it this weekend. Prove it against the Falcons. Get the job done, and then it's in fate's hands. It's in God's hands the rest of the way from there. That's all I could say. Yeah, I mean... Maybe I, hammered Bud Dupree for a sack, too, because <laughs> he's going to be trying to get two incentives on that pussy Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr, show the fuck up, man. We need you right now more yeah. than ever, dude. Please. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if there's a team in the league I'd rather... <laughs> I'd rather see less than the Falcons in the playoffs. I just... There's... A home playoff game Ugh. in Atlanta would be miserable. No, I'm not watching it if they're I'm taking the Saints minus three. I'm thinking the Saints minus six and a half, Eli. I think the Saints are going to roll here. I think they're going to do it. Taking Bijan, 50-plus milestone. He needs, I believe he 52 needs 52. Yards. So maybe I'll just take him. I think it's 58 and a half um, for his number. I just think they'll get him that. Um, it's not a crazy number. It's not no. like he needs 130 or something and you have to pound it with him. 50 yards plus for your rookie. 
uh, to have a thousand yard season, which I mean, over the course of your career, you add enough of those up, it it, it can matter, right? So absolutely, I like that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Plus one fifty five for minus six and a half. I like that a lot. I'll be keeping my eye on Chris Olave with um, if Kamara gets ruled out. Same with Taysom Hill. Obviously, outside of just supporting you and I want the Saints to win and fuck the Falcons because they fucked us. The main reason I want to see the Saints win this game and I need the Panthers to beat the Bucks. Oh my god. Is because that is one more game for the New Orleans Saints this year and which means for me one more chance to watch Jameis Winston potentially. <laughs> and I I just I'm obsessed Nothing with but that pain, guy. pain everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I, I, if I if I could just watch that guy eat a W on live fucking TV Nothing would make my day more. So oh, God. I just I'm, I'm, I I love that guy. And uh, no, all jokes aside, I really think you guys are gonna roll. I think this is a great spot for you guys. The Falcons are so uninspiring, so hard to watch and cheer for. They suck on the road. Um, the Saints. I mean, in New Orleans, knows how to get up for games like this. It's been a while since you guys um, have been very high contenders. I'm not saying you guys are that now. You're fighting for a playoff spot, but. This team, this 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 fan base knows how to get up for a big game Absolutely. and rally around their city. So uh, I think the Saints in a big way. Uh, we don't talk that much more about it on Sunday. We just we know what we need. And more importantly, and it just needs to happen. More importantly, with the Saints win, with a Bucks loss, there's only one recipe where both our teams make the playoffs here, and that's with the Packers loss at Chicago, Seattle, and Saints win. Odds are slim, but I'm going to be rooting my ass off and betting against everything that we need to go wrong this yep. week. So I'm going to be all over all those things. Uh, let's go Justin Fields. Let's go Bryce Young. Just one fucking time, man. One time. Please, please show up one to play. One time. David Tepper, get down on the field. Put a strap <laughs> a helmet on, dude. You <laughs> that fucking might, get that take. might be the key for Oh, he can't be worse than Chubba Hubbard, dude. He can't be. This is bullshit. It's crazy. Get on the old... Go play on the punt team. It's going to take a miracle, but I believe in miracles. And that's yeah. the, it's the time of miracles this time of year, like too. Like we right? said, we've so. seen crazy things happen. Lovey Smith led the Houston fucking <laughs> Texans last year to an overtime win to lose the number one pick. <laughs> and absolutely... Like, changed the, Bears, the destiny of the whole fucking of world, right? The Bears right? and Holy the Panthers. Shit, the whole man. league is different. Although it's kind of worked out for them, but... Alright, next game. This one is one we really don't have to talk about much. Browns plus 7 on the road at in Cincinnati at the Bengals minus 7 at home. It's Jeff, Jeff Driscoll starting for the Browns. No he did MVP used to play. Flacco in this Could one. be a Jeff Driscoll revenge game. He used to, <laughs> he he used to be in Cincy. Um, it really... I mean, who's, who's sitting on the Browns? I know Flacco. I know Miles Garrett. I just don't... I, Maybe I'll play something on one of the running backs, but who cares? This, my eyes will be on the Falcon Saints game at this point. There's other games that I'd rather watch. I I doubt I even watch a second of this game. No. <laughs> uh, if you have anything to talk about I, it, but really just doesn't don't. mean anything, right? No. The Bengals obviously they got screwed. Joe Burrow went down. It feels like a wasted year. So maybe the Bengals come up with some frustration for that and try to pour it on, but. The Browns can't move. They're settled in their spot. It's I don't think it matters at all. So. Whatever, we'll move on. Jags at Titans. Jags are minus four on the road. Tennessee plus four at home, over under 41. Um, we don't know if Trevor Lawrence is going to play. Uh, the Jags need to win this to make the playoffs. And to, to be honest with you, dude, I was really high on the Jaguars before the season. I thought they were going to be really good, maybe even fight for the one seed in the AFC. They don't deserve to make the playoffs. 
They've been struggling. Their season's been horrible, been man. Their season's time. really been horrible. Yeah. And I, that's nothing against any of them. I like Trevor Lawrence. I like a lot of their players. Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne. I like these guys. But, like, they're not a playoff team. No one's threatened by them. No one really cares to see them in the playoffs. So, I don't really care. I think Titans might win this game outright, especially if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play. Uh, Vrabel said there's going to be no quit, no laying over in this game, and this just seems like a Vrabel play where you just, yeah. I don't know, it just seems like he's the type of guy that just finds a way to win these games and ruin someone else's season if he can't have fun himself. So And Titans, they historically play a lot of close games, man. They don't yeah. typically get blown out very often. They're Like you said, Vrabel, DNA, nitty-gritty, they're going to be fighting. There's a lot of guys fighting like Will Levis for potential spots next year and DeAndre Hopkins has some big incentives in this one. This weekend. Is it Tannehill playing I think, again? I think, it, I think it might be, unfortunately. They've been rotating like crazy. Hard to keep track, but yeah. Like then. you were just saying, well, I think I think Will Levis has hurt his foot, and so okay. I think they might just be shutting down. Banged up again. Which almost makes me feel like they think he's their guy going forward. Yep. So shut him down. He's been good enough. He showed us enough kind of thing like that. But um, as you were just starting to say there, DeAndre Hopkins has a bunch of incentives. Uh, two touchdowns, like 100 yards or something like that, and like six catches or something like that. So even with Tannehill, he has a bit of a connection, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Tannehill going for him, taking some shots downfield because they have nothing to lose. So um, I think Hopkins isn't a bad one to get, especially on a team like that where they've been so horrible if you want to keep a guy who's really had a resurgence this year. Dodger Hopkins was he's, quite good He's for played them. great at times for Try sure. Try to get him his sen- yep. incentives if you can. But outside of that, I mean, there's nothing much else going on in this game right there. If Trevor Lawrence shows up, the Jags need to win and go in big and play like. And I almost like they need to blow the Titans out for anyone to take them seriously if they if they make the playoffs. So yeah, totally agree. Man. And I just don't see that happening, especially with Lawrence being so questionable. Because uh, it's his shoulder, too, right, Trevor Lawrence? He's banged so the fuck up, man. Yeah, it's just shoulder. tough, man. He had the leg, too, not long ago. I mean, he's, 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 he's hurt him He's bad, fighting, right? and he's a fighter, he for is. sure. He's a he tough is. dude, but like at some point, it just affects your game so much, And right? for me, it's like, he needs his defense to show the fuck up. Like, when, like the Jags Josh Allen can't play abs- alone out there No, exactly, defense, right? Yeah. He, he needs help. He needs the secondary to help yeah. big time, especially. A We're seeing them get here diced up big time for the last, like, four or five weeks now. It's been tough sailing. I mean, everything's on the line now. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, they know what's on the line. They know what's at stake. I wonder, I mean, I know it's been with injuries, but is Doug Peterson on the hot seat? That's, if, a, that's another question, if they right? Lose, if they miss right? Playoffs, so 100%. Dis- I know there was injuries, but at the beginning of the season, there was nothing wrong. And they just the gave away games. were sky yeah. high for them, right? So, yeah, yeah. That, that is a great point you make. So, everything's on the line for them this week, for sure. And I think that induces pressure and possibly tightness during yeah. the game so i do see an upset potentially as well i'm kind of on the same board as you vikings at the lions next vikings plus three and a half nick mullins back in at quarterback lions minus three and a half at home over under a 45 and a half um the dan campbell did say he's he's coming to win they got a sour taste in their mouth from last week and he's starting all his guys um i don't think the lions c- position can move at all Unless uh, Dallas and, and, Dallas and both Philly lose. both yeah, lose, which I just really right? don't see yeah. that happening this week. So I could see them coming out, starting other starters, and if they gain a lead. Because I do think they also want to go in. They don't, I think he may have said, or he's thinking on the lines of, like, we didn't earn the right 
to sit our starters because of the they ended up losing last week. So you don't want to come off a loss and then sit your guys and then you have no momentum or anything leading into yeah. playoffs. So I think they're going to come out and try to punch the Vikings in the mouth. The Vikings, I mean, I, I think the Vikings would have been very, very good this year with Kirk, with Kirk Cousins, Cousins yeah. and Jefferson, but it obviously should have, could have, would have, but uh, it's tough for them. So I don't think it's Nick Mullins. I'm not scared of. He will try to sling the ball. So you could look at some Justin Jefferson props. But my favorite play of the game was Lions first half minus half a point. So basically money line is minus 135. I know it's a tiny bit of juice there, but if they come out and they, I think at least for the first half, they're going to go hard and do everything they can to win and try to flex their muscles a little bit and gain some confidence. And then maybe I think that's when you could start seeing some guys sit, even like a Gibbs or a St. Ross St. Brown. But even without Ross St. Brown or take out of the port, they have other options in that offense. Yeah, they do. Even at running back and stuff like that. So I, I just still think that team is going to win. Is there... A miracle scenario for the Vikings where they could make the playoffs still here, or are they completely ruled out at this point? No, I think they're ruled out because yeah. they would still be just below the Packers, I believe. Head to head, right? On, and then on... the Packers, if they lose, they would, so they would need the Packers to lose, but they'd be still below the Packers. Yeah, right? I believe so. Which means you are the Saints and the Seahawks would be the only ones with the opportunity at it. I think. Yeah. I think they're officially out. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure about that because yeah. so many weird situations this year. Um, totally. But you know what, Nick? Even having said that, Nick Mullins might be playing for a job somewhere oh, else, yeah. right? So yeah, definitely. definitely. They got, yeah, they've had um, enough frustration this year. They might want to just take it all out. I like what you said, the first half especially. I think that's you're basically playing with free money at that point. I love that play. Yeah. That's probably one of the best plays that we've gone through so far from like the one that I'm most confident in because like you know Dan Campbell's a fucking psychopath too. Like this guy, he he's got something to prove every single time on every single play. Like he's he's absolutely fired up right now. I think their whole team's fired up after that. We you know we saw the guy report. There's clear video it's from tough. every possible it's a tough way to lose a game. It's a really really shitty hand to be dealt. Also ballistically insane to go for it again from the seven yard oh. line following up so i but I, mean, I, I blame dan campbell you shouldn't win it once they got moved back but once they got moved back up it's like now you got to go for it again though you have to i mean like that was absolutely just a wild way to end the year right there sorry to end the game against the cowboys uh yeah man i like detroit i like him first half you could play whatever way you want with the i have written right game. here besides saints minus three Never felt better about an in-division Week 18 game in my life. <laughs> right here next to, Vi- to Lions, minus first half, uh, or first half minus 0.5. Haven't liked the divisional game this much since Saints-Falcons a few minutes ago. <laughs> so I, this is another one I really, really like, oh, um, man, and I, I will be playing that. quite heavy, especially with these other games that are... 100%. Whatever, or a little more mismatch. I think, I think the Lions come out heavy, and I think you can... Take that to the bank. Um, we'll move on, though. Jets and Patriots. Um, this one's gross and means nothing. There's no props out for either team. If a gun to my head, I would say Patriots minus one and a half. But, I mean, it's the over-under is 30 and a half. I don't care about this game. Nobody cares about this game. <laughs> I think both teams probably want to lose this game to get a better draft pick. So, um, maybe play a Brees Hall prop if he comes out because he's been able to just produce with any quarterback against any defense doesn't really matter so yeah yeah but that's about it really um anything for that game Eli should we just move on yeah both these teams have packed it in for the year they're toast absolutely nothing to play for at this point right uh next up we got the Buccaneers at the Panthers Buccaneers are minus 
Four and a half on the road. Panthers are plus four and a half at home. 37 is the over-under. David Tepper will not be at the game, I think, after throwing a drink at a fan. I think that shit's hilarious. Like, I think I think owners low-key should be able to do that because if they own the stadium, too, you should be allowed to do that low-key. That was a wild you know? fucking scene, man. I'll tell you that. Yeah, dude. it's pretty hilarious. I mean, that guy's a bonehead. We've been saying it <laughs> since, right? Everybody, it's so obvious. He's so overly involved in stuff like that. Like, And I'm seeing stuff where... People are saying the NFL should really consider whether they want somebody like that owning a team in their league, which is, I mean, outside of this drink incident, everything he's done has been bad for his own team, yeah. but not bad for the league, really. Yeah. Right? I mean, can you really, like, here's my thing about owners and GMs and stuff like that, and I've said the same with Ryan Poles in a more positive aspect, but... I don't think Tepper should be the one making the decisions to do stuff, but at least they're doing stuff. And Ryan Poles were more positive on like maybe not everything works, right? Like bringing in Chase Claypool was maybe a bad idea because yeah. they already got rid of him. But Montez Sweat's been great for them. Yeah, he has. You got to make moves. I would rather lose or be bad with my team making moves and them being the wrong moves than my team just being stagnant and being fine with mediocrity or having a shitty team. Yeah, especially in transition phases. I mean, you either hit or you miss, right? And sometimes, like, all the scouting reports can say one thing, and the reality is something completely different too, right? So Yeah, and like you said, you either hit or you miss. And I think the story's still out on Bryce Young, yeah. whether it's a hit or miss, because their team is so bad around him that you can't judge I don't want him to judge by the performance year. of I, his I peers, really right? I hate to, like, but blast I will young say, guys, dude. And maybe I'm just saying this because we we need this to happen. <laughs> a win in Week 18 would be massive for Bryce Young. Oh, it really God. would, man. If he could go out and play spoiler to another team, and go out and just prove, show some moxie and show some fight, and go out and win a game against a team that I know has been up and down. The Bucks have looked really bad at times this year, but they looked really good at times this year too. That would be a huge, huge win for them and. I'm just really hoping. I'm praying for I'm it, man. Really I'm hoping. absolutely praying for it. I mean, every bit of uh, mental intuition I have inside of my body says hammer the bucks, move that line up even more so, you know what I mean? And go I for have a, a big I have it written down right here. Bucks lose, Saints win, That's what they're I need. in. That's all I need, man. And That's there's all just, there's, this isn't probably one I'm going to touch on the point spread or like money so line or, or over under, but... I will probably be playing Rashad White over 22 and a half receiving yards. Love that. And a touchdown. That guy's been solid for Just them does all it year. All the time. He's, yeah, he's really taking a lot of pressure off Baker, so he's been great. He's been phenomenal in all seriousness. He deserves he's been a really big, great. big shout out for potential, like, even comeback player of the year yeah. award, man. Like, honestly, dude, I know uh, he's been great. He wouldn't be at the top of a lot of lists, but shout out Rashad White. Been a big time game changer for that team. Absolutely. Um,. Outside, there's not much. We just need the Panthers to win. It's unlikely, but we need it to happen, and that's what we're rooting for. It's in for. God's hands for me, man. I will not be touching yeah. it. And on the other side guys. of that, it's also, this is just to play devil's advocate for the Bucks and the Bucks fans. Like, if they can go out and put a beat down on the Panthers, you have a little bit of confidence. You get a home playoff yep. game. Anything can happen, yep. right? Anything can happen. And it might be what? It might be the Eagles? Who look very susceptible, or especially the Rams. in the like, They're just beatable right? teams, yep. right? Um, I, think, I think everybody at this point is, Rooting for uh, the L.A. Rams to have to go visit the Detroit Lions in the wild card weekend. And Matt Stafford, yeah. the return to Detroit yeah, we all want to see in that. their first home playoff game since before he was there. That would be awesome. So, And I'll tell you what, leave. here, like, to be completely honest, I would love to see 
like besides from if the Saints don't get mm-hmm. it done, I would love to see Baker Mayfield in the playoffs, man, because yeah. I think he's been a great story. His energy for NFL fans in general, I think as any neutral fan, you got to love watching that guy play, man. He plays like an absolute nutcase at Hard times. on the sleeve, and it doesn't always work, but it, no. once again, I'd rather have a guy going out there and putting his heart on the line. And putting I mean, his he's willing to line. die getting first downs over there. Like, he's literally diving head first into he's two guys clobbering guy, yeah. him fucking from either side. So, I mean, I respect the shit out of his game. If the Saints don't do it, would love to see him a million times more than the Falcons mm-hmm. in there. I'll just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree yeah. with that. Um, next up, Bears at the Packers. Need Big a Bears one. win. Big one, man. Uh, the Packers lose and the Seahawks win. The Seahawks make the playoffs. Um, it's not something I expect at this point after our last week's performance, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, you're always going to stay optimistic and hopeful, and that's where I am right now. I do genuinely believe the Bears can win this game. They're Me plus too. three on the road. Uh, Packers minus three at home in Lambeau. It feels like it's been like forever since the Bears beat the Packers. Um, but I just... The Bears are playing the best they've played in a long time. Their defense is looking good. Justin Fields is looking good. DJ Moore didn't make the Pro Bowl, so he's going to be mad about that. I just think this team's actually rolling right now. They really are. And you know what? The Packers look pretty good, too. So I think this one could be a really good game. I like DJ Moore over four and a half catches. I like Jaden Reed and DJ Moore touchdowns. I like Justin Fields over one and a half passing touchdowns plus 190. I think you can do him. I don't like that one as much. That one's a little more of a flyer, but Fields over 50 and a half rushing yards. He's been averaging more than that. He's hit it four in his last six. Um, the Packers give up yards to opposing quarterbacks, and obviously Justin Fields is one of the very best in the game, uh, taking advantage of open space. And he's playing for his future in Chicago. If not his future in Chicago, he's playing for tryout and game tape for someone else to go trade for him. Justin Fields is going to have a future in this career. Um, whether it is with Chicago, I think at this point it should be. I think them trading back again and taking a Marvin Harrison Jr. and adding another weapon to that offense and then bolstering up more defense and something like that, um, I think is just smart. Maybe they have cap space, maybe try to sign an O-lineman, I don't know. Uh, they got room to play, so I think the Bears are in a really good spot, and I think this would be a massive, massive win for them. Don't forget, this is basically the exact situation, Eli, last year, um... I needed the Lions to go beat the Packers for the Seahawks to make the playoffs, and they did. And now it's this year I need the Bears to go beat the Packers. The Seahawks need to win to get in the playoffs. So, I mean, I've seen it happen again, and I'm going to root for it to happen again. I'm all over the Bears. History I need tends it. to repeat itself, right, in many different ways, and life's funny like that. Um, and I just want to say the Bears are arguably playing some of the best football in the NFL in the last five weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're 4-1 in their last five Justin Fields has, like, really, really kicked it into gear. I think he probably matched his career win total in this year alone at this point now, potentially, or somewhere really just, close to that. I think he just became, like, the 10th most <laughs> passing yards in Chicago for his history already. And, yeah, he's he's been great. I, I also want to say how spectacular Jordan Love has been, man. He's really blossoming in front of our eyes on a weekly basis. He has been truly, truly looking incredible at times with a depleted roster around him. 
main weapons. Christian Watson missing a number he, of time. Aaron he, Jones he missing a number back. of time. He's been practicing Christian Watson. And that would be huge because Jaden Reed also dealing with that chest that he's been dealing with for a little you know, while and, now. And he's been dealing with that. And every time it's like questionable, is he going to play? And he looks banged and up. He plays and he great. goes out there and, and puts on a great performance. Yeah. So. And it's weird to me, Kier, He's He's a rookie and he's not mentioned along the likes of Zay Flowers or someone like a Pukunuku. And Jaden Reed's been absolutely incredible this year. So put some respect on his name for sure. He's 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 one to keep an eye on going forward. This is just a historically wonderful matchup between these two teams. Oh, I mean, this time and year in Lambo matchup in football. Right? I mean, this is really what you live for, right? For both teams. I mean, like the Bears, how badly do they want to take out the Packers and not let them in the playoffs too, right? I mean, even with the Bears not having any chance of making it, you better damn believe they want to stop the Packers from making it too. Totally, and they're a little bit like the Lions last year. They're playing for a culture change right now. Yep. How many times last year did we say with Justin Fields, oh, they they look better, they look better, but they keep losing these games. Well, guess what? They started to win these games. Their defense looks great. Their offense looks pretty good. Right? They got weapons. Justin Fields is looking more and more comfortable. This would be a massive, massive win for them to set themselves up for a look to make the playoffs next year. Um, and I, I'm, I'm buying in. I'm buying stock in what's going on in Chicago. I, I really like what they have going on, and I well, like it a hell of a lot more if they could take out the Packers this weekend for it. us. You better believe it. Let's go, Bears. We need it. We need it. Next up, it. Dallas Cowboys at the Washington Commanders. Minus 13 on the road, plus 13 at home with the Commanders. Dallas needs to win this to clinch the division. They're going to win this game. <laughs> I got CeeDee Lamb over yard, CeeDee Lamb touchdown, and I'm, I'm not even going to I'm not even gonna consider Anything else? The Commanders suck. Dallas is really good. Um, for a chance for them to beat the Eagles out to win that division would be awesome. 13 is too many points for me. Just because later in the game they could just sit guys and Commanders make a little comeback and lose by I don't know, 12 or 10 or whatever like that. But um, I don't really have any interest in this game because I don't really care for Dallas or Philadelphia being the top seed. I, I, don't, I don't think it really matters that much. I know... Philly, you could almost say, has a little bit more of a home field advantage just because it's outdoors and stuff like that, playing in the Dome for Dallas. Well, I, you say that, but Dallas has they been incredible at home, right? all, all year yeah. at home. They've been truly incredible. So I think C.D. Lambert, I think he scored an eight straight. I expect him to continue what he does. He's unguardable. Dak, he loves he loves finding him. So, yeah, simple for me on this one. Yeah, and i probably going to throw a cd like 150 yard milestone to be honest because i'm in the same boat i think he's like absolutely gonna snap heading into the playoffs like the commander secondary porous in every single way i don't want to slam people too hard but they are gonna get exposed in a big way Dak's gonna be cooking all day and he's gonna go to 88 non-stop i almost wish i could bet for in the first half cd lamb 100 yards and a touchdown seriously I actually think he's going to do that in the first half as well. That's crazy. I think he's going to have a massive game. Yeah, we both think Dallas will win this by more than 13, probably still, but I'm. It's not worth. Like you said, this is a week where you got to pick and choose your spot. So we're we're trimming down here. Next game. Broncos at the Raiders. Broncos plus three on the road. Stidham revenge game Man. against the Raiders. Baby. Raiders minus three at home. Jared Stidham <laughs> versus Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> Over under of thirty seven. I mean, Aiden O'Connell stinks. It seems like he was good at Purdue, but he hasn't been able to do anything. Really, he got 
Devontae Adams kind of had one of those throwback games last game where he just had to feed him the ball and he was making short catches and just making moves and playing incredible. But I don't really trust either of these offenses. I'm I'm not going to take the Raiders for sure out of respect for Jesse. Fuck the Raiders. Fuck the Raiders, as Jesse would say. 100%. And at the same time, I don't know if I'm going to bet the Broncos. Plus three, I don't hate, but... I mean, their defense got torched last week, which I didn't think they were in a position at this point of the year for something like that to happen. Um, so this is one I probably won't. Again, there's nothing. Both teams are eliminated from the playoffs. Even though, I, I don't get me wrong, both of these teams are going to play for a lot of pride. The Broncos are playing to probably some of them to try to keep their job because I assume Sean Payton will continue to influx his own strategy and his own type of player personnel and stuff. Um, this offseason with the team and what he thinks gives them the best opportunity to win, which, like they just did with Russ, obviously they don't think that's the best opportunity to win. And the Raiders, Raiders are playing for Antonio Pierce's job, time, right? Yeah, they are. They're backing him. He's done a great and job. They love him, right? They've been. He's gone in and won some him. games, but not only that, like to go in as the Raiders' interim coach and you beat the Chiefs. It's great. They don't beat the Chiefs much, right? So it's it's awesome. The team seems to really rally around him. They say that he represents what it means to be a Raider. So I'm really hoping he gets the job. Um, And he's a winner. He's a Super Bowl champ. He knows what it takes to win. I think this game. I think three is a tough number for me because I think whoever wins wins by three. Me too. So I'm pretty much if I choose a side, the best I'm hoping is four is a push. So that doesn't really make a ton of sense to me. and Jesse told me, too, before this week started, he's fired up about this. He wants to see what Stidham's yeah. all about. He wants to see him with his Those full receiving Stidham's core. Because Sutton and Mims were out last week, too. And this is also for the Broncos' first winning season in seven years. So, as it a fan base, some, that yeah. means a lot, right? Even though you're and not that, making playoffs, that Sean means a Payton lot. Sean Payton knows that. These players know that. 100%. They understand. They know what they've the been culture, through. Right? And they know what they're going to try to do to just to give that for, the, for their fan base. I think both teams are going to fight really hard in this game. I'm hoping for a Broncos win. Me too. I don't know if I'm putting any coin on this nope, one. But end the year big for Jesse. Let's go Broncos. Absolutely. And hopefully Stidham gets some revenge, man. We've seen yeah. him cook at times in the past. Let's get some revenge on those Raiders out yeah. there. Let's go. Let's go Broncos. Next up, Chiefs Chargers. This is another one. I didn't even write down the points read. <laughs> Chiefs is sta- are pretty much sitting. All their main players, Pacheco, Trent McDuffie, Mahomes, Kelsey, all these guys. So who cares? I mean, who cares about the Chargers? Who cares? At any point, really, who cares about the Chargers? Fuck They're the brutal. Chargers, man. And then with them. the Chiefs right now, I'm, I mean, I, I'm not gonna bet against them. I'm the, I think the Chargers are minus three and a half. I'm not betting Chargers minus no. three and a half against anyone, never. and I'm never, never. I'm not betting on the. I think it's Blaine Gabrick playing <laughs> yeah. for the Chiefs, yeah, so I'm is. not betting on that either. Like we said, the Chiefs are locked in. This game doesn't matter. Andy Reid's always been willing to sit his guys going to playoff to get rest. I think an off week is maybe the best thing that could happen for the Chiefs it, right now. Kind of reset, calm yep. down. Hopefully Patrick Mahomes, I feel like he's very pent up and he's just like, he's ready to crack. So hopefully he can relax a little bit and go in with a fresh start for the playoffs here. Um, which leads us into our next game, LA Rams at the 49ers. Rams are plus four on the road. 49ers minus four at home. Carson Wentz time, baby. Carson, yeah, Carson Wentz against <laughs> Sam Darnold. 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 What a Let's crazy go. game, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! In 2017, you'd be like, "This is a decent matchup." <laughs> yeah. oh, but both God. teams are starting or sitting all their main guys. I know we were just talking. I think Puka Nakua needs three or four catches for the most as a rookie. So 
I'm sure that they'll be in their game plan to get Three him some yards screens, early. Four and then quick screens, get him get the hell him out of the game. Right? Yeah. Um, so this one we'll probably be avoiding. Maybe we'll play that number for for Puka. Just even no, because he's going to be projected probably like six, six and a half. Yeah, if he's projected to play. Unless Vegas bumps it down and knows, they're like, I mean, they might know. They'll obviously know more than we do. So, we'll take a look at that. But this is another stay away game. Both teams are locked into the playoffs. <coughs> Excuse me. It doesn't matter for them. So, this should just be a fun little coaching game. I think both these teams are also gonna kind of wet noodle their playbooks a little bit. They're just they're not gonna give out any big plays that because it's a potential matchup that they could be playing against each other in the playoffs. So. I don't think you want to give the other one any any depth of your playbook. So. And these coaches know each other very yeah, well. Yeah, expect already this too, one right? to be pretty boring. Yeah. Um, move on to one that matters a little more: Eagles at the Giants. The Eagles need this. Obviously, they need the Cowboys. I think if they both win, the Cowboys edge them out. Yeah, for they the do. Division. Cowboys keep the div. Yeah. So Eagles need to win, obviously, but they play later than the Cowboys, so they might. I think Nick Sirianni said that they're playing all their guys or they're going for the win, but they only, like I just said, they only need it if Dallas is losing. So I could see them pulling some of their starters pretty early in the game. Um, maybe try to go out and put together a couple good drives and stuff like that. Tell you what, I haven't been liking what the Eagles have been going on there. It seems like everything's wrong, but I heard AJ Brown talk to the media and he pretty much said that Nick Sirianni has been taking the blame for for them. And stuff like that, and it kind of like they're all backing him, and they know that they're not playing well enough, and they know what they need to do. So, is this is this Tyrod Taylor showing off again and looking good, or are the Eagles coming back? I'm gonna bet Hurts touchdown because him and Josh Allen are tied for the most for uh, out of a quarterback in a single season. So I do think that he'll try to at least get one and force Josh Allen to at least get one to tie or two to break it. So. But outside of that, I probably will put five and a half as a strange number. I do think, I, I mean, at that point, I'd play it at six and a half because I think if they are going to cover that, they're going to win by more than a touchdown. And if they're not, they maybe win by three or keep it close. So if I do bet the equal side, I might bump it up a bit just for a little juice. But it's I'm not I'm not crazy about this game. No, me neither, man. There's nothing really to blow you away about the Eagles right now and there's no sugarcoating it they're limping into the playoffs right they've absolutely crumbled mid-season after being in indivincible in the regular season for about two years straight now they're really struggling man they're, and you could see the tensions there's a lot of tension on the sidelines on players faces I think they need a huge win I think they need one of those statement wins regardless of what Dallas does going into the playoffs to uh, strike some fear into their opponents for that first round matchup which will be on the road if Dallas wins but yeah I mean I'm probably just gonna stay away from this one because like you say there's a scenario where Dallas is up big already and the Eagles are just gonna be like okay Means fuck nothing. it we're pulling the plug we're gonna take our guys out keep them healthy going into the playoffs so. absolutely and I, I I expect that to happen so We'll, we'll be smart with her on this one. The next one's huge. Massive, man. Seahawks minus three in Arizona. Shout out JP. He'll be he'll have boots on the ground for this game. That's right. Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Have a, have a great trip down there. JP, have a great time in Arizona. Love Arizona. But we don't love him this week. I just love playing golf there more than anything. I'll tell but... you what, just like the Steelers <laughs> last week, they got hot the week before we played them, and it made me worried. And now the Cardinals just went out and beat Philadelphia. Scares me, man. They they run the ball very well. We got ran all over last week. 
So we'll see what happens. Obviously, I'm optimistic. I expect the Seahawks to win. This is another one that Seahawks minus three is a tough number because I think it could be a three-point game. I do kind of like, <clears throat> excuse me, the over in this game. I think both teams are going to be able to score. I think so, too. Big time. It's going to be warm in the dome. I think they're going to want to sling it. I like James Conner, anytime touchdown. I like Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, anytime touchdown. I think you could do DK, anytime touchdown. Yeah. Over 68 and a half yards. I like um, Trey McBride, over five and a half catches. James Conner, over 70 and a half yards. I think Geno Smith, over seven and a half rushing is a good bet, too. He had 33 last week. These are must-win games, and he's if he doesn't get anything, he's trying to move a little bit more. And I like to see that out of him, so... I think you could play this game any which way. I got so much emotionally invested in this that I just I'm I'm I don't I don't know of how much I want to financially invest as well. I mean, you know, come game time, I'm gonna be on different stuff, but I need this one. We need this one really bad. Incentives help do or die. Gino's got a two million bonus on the line with playoffs this year too for uh, Seattle, and obviously Saints. Seattle, we're in the same spot, right? It's do or die. Mm-hmm. It's now or never. It's time to ball the fuck out, show the fuck up, and then leave it in God's hands from there, man. And I think Seattle gets it done. I'm a believer just like you. I'm a believer with you and your team this week. Uh, why wouldn't I be? You know, everyone has a big week. I think we just saw Arizona have their big week. I don't think they repeat that. I think they had a lot of fun against a really porous defense. I think Seattle... I think Pete Carroll is going to get these guys whipped the fuck up after getting exposed in the run game specifically last week. I think they're going to have a really, really good game plan to keep James Conner in check, maybe make Kyler Murray scramble more, and I think we're going to see a lot of turnovers from Arizona and Kyler Murray in this one. I'd love that, man. I think your defense is going to show up big. I, I like everything you said. The only thing that concerns me about that is even the week before, for the Cardinals, when they, they, they 49ers put up 40-something on them, they put up, I think, 21 or 23. Yeah, they did. James Conner had over 100 yards there. He's running the ball well against good defenses. Yes, he is. Um, they're just one of the better running teams in the league right now. So It's going to take points. Let's just put it that way. You guys are going to have to score I mean, points for this, for sure. Yeah, I mean, good running teams you expect to run well. Yep. That's fine, right? So you just can't allow them to pass well as well then, or whatever it is. Like You have to make stops when you can. Yards isn't the biggest. It's a bend, don't break. I exactly. always say that with our defense. Exactly. We've got to try to limit the touchdowns if we can. Turnovers would be huge. Geno's got to take care of the ball. we got nothing to lose. No. no. we got nothing to lose because we already need the Packers to lose to the Bears. So, and like we need to go out. We can't play to not lose. we got to go play to win, and we got to go for it. And I think we got embarrassed last week coaching-wise, scheme-wise, effort-wise. I mean, the play where Najee Harris got pushed into the end zone by his own offensive line, you see like, Tariq Woolen on the side, and they're not even like... Bobby Wagner is basically one-on-six trying to stop that touchdown. Jordan Brooks, we need back. Abe Lucas just got ruled out, which is tough. Uh, we've been banged up all year, Spoon? but... Is Spoon in there? Is with he... Spoon's playing. That's big. That's big. We've been banged up all year. We haven't been up full strength all year. Just when you think we're dead, we somehow rise from the ashes and win... And just when you think we're about to really turn the corner, we somehow completely <laughs> fucking blow it, right? So, 
I will know. tell you though, Kier, I promise you, players remember from a season ago, especially from one year ago, right? And that's good vibes, man. They got it done when it mattered most last year, and they're going to hope for the exact repeat situation this year. And it's just like a golfer going back to a golf course he's won at. You go there and you feel great. No matter how your game's coming in, you feel great regardless. So. And we lost to the Rams twice this year and the 49ers twice. We cannot go 1-5 and five in the division. No, no, can't happen. So, get it done. Two and four feels a little better if you make the playoffs yeah, as well, sure right? Does. It sure does. Or if you win and the Packers win, you say, well, we did what we thought we had to do and we got screwed kind of thing like that. But we just got to take care of this game. It's a huge one. Um, and I'll be, I'll be, you know how it was. Dial the fuck in on it, baby. Absolutely. All day. absolutely. There's nothing else to say about it. I just keep rum, rambling it's all now about or never. it. It's just nerves and anxiousness, but not bad nerves, like excitement. Yep. This is why you love... Your team has a chance, you just like you. Your team spot. has a chance to make the playoffs in Week 18. Absolutely, man. That's all you can ask for every year, right? There's teams that would be dying to be in our spot Absolutely. right now. So. Absolutely. In the last game, Bills at the Dolphins. Huge, man. Bills minus 2.5 on the road. Dolphins plus 2.5. I might be playing the Bills minus 6.5. I'm playing a nuke on the Bills minus 2.5. Maybe money line in a parlay something else because only 2.5 points. The, the juice shouldn't be too bad on that. They need this. If they don't win, they don't make the playoffs. Um, they were way back in the division, going through a slump, and the, while the Dolphins looked good. The Dolphins have started losing too many key pieces on their defense. I mean, Bradley Phillips went Chubb down with his Achilles. Now Bradley Chubb's out for 30. the season. Like, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, David Howard game, banged bro. up. Raheem Mostert is still questionable. He missed last week. Tariq Hill hasn't been at practice this week because he was dealing with that fire at his farmhouse. Jalen Waddle probably isn't playing. I mean, there's just... And I just don't trust the Dolphins to win these big games. I just the Bills are not a team you want to play right now. I think they're playing angry, and this goes back to the stats that we used at the beginning of the season, realizing that when the Bills win, they win huge. A lot of times they win huge. I mean, they didn't look great last week, but they got the win against the Chargers. They figured it out, and they still won the game. The spread on this one's a lot smaller, so we don't have to worry about a big blown lead kind of as much because they just still need to win. I'm betting Josh Allen touchdown. I'm betting Josh Allen two touchdowns. And I'm putting a big number on the Bills. This is a great fucking game to end the regular season on. Win and you're in. Lose and you go home. Would the the Dolphins still make playoffs? They will make the playoffs if they lose for sure. So it's really not do or die for the Dolphins. Buffalo, it's literally do or die. It is for the Bills. Obviously that home game, especially for the Dolphins, having to go somewhere cold would be shitty. But... With the crazy week Tyreek's had with how banged up they are, they might just be okay with making the playoffs if stuff starts going wrong. I don't think the Bills are going to let up. I think Josh Allen knows how much has gone wrong. this Every year, the Bills have been, holy shit, they've looked so good all year. Something goes wrong in the playoffs. This year, finally, something went wrong during the season, and they've rebounded, and they're playing nearly as good at football as anyone. So, either a team you don't want to face... A home playoff game in Buffalo is scary. It is for anyone. For I sure. think the Bills. I think the Bills are gonna pull this off and win their division somehow, some way. I love the Bills here. I'm with you all the way on it. Too many things wrong with the Dolphins. Too bruised. Too battered. Too injured. And I don't know, man. If you ask me any day of the last, I don't know how many years, if I'm taking Josh Allen or Tua, I'm I'm riding with Josh Allen, do or die every fucking time, man. I don't care about the turnovers. 
he's a big game player and he plays big when it matters most usually we see him in shootouts with the Chiefs we see him in these huge huge situations and now they want to take the next step make a real run in the playoffs this year I think it's going to go through Buffalo in a lot of the games so I think they get it done get the div roll on in I agree it's time it's time for them I mean if they win this game and they win their division it's absolutely a team that you figured can can take on anyone and maybe is the favorite to contend with a team like the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, I think so, man. I mean, it would scare me with how much the Ravens take the ball away and how much Josh Allen has been known to turn it over. But, I mean, in the AFC, I know the Chiefs, they're not the same Chiefs, no. but it's still Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes That's off right. a of rest week. The Ravens are going to be very, very good. But outside of that, who's really that good in that playoffs? The Browns, they can make a run that's scary because their defense. It's true. But it's true. And with Flacco playing at the level he's playing at right now. Uh, yeah. But I, I think that the whole thing's open for someone to take. And it's going to be a good one. It's a great way to cap off the Week 18 regular season. Can't wait for it, man. Yep. Playoffs right around the corner. This is we'll it. We'll be back with a playoff preview. This is fucking it, man. Let's roll in in a big way on the betting card with our teams going to the playoffs. We want it all to go right. Uh, yeah, and we can't wait to bring the playoffs to you the following week, too. I'm really fired up for this time of year. Absolutely. This is what we live for. This is what we love. And, yeah, let's go Hawks. We might be coming back next week with some broken hearts. Let's go Saints. Let's go or, Hawks. Or let's with, go Broncos. With a whole newfound revelation for this year. Let's just fucking go, man. Just let's one go. time, let's everything go, go right for us. Let's go. Word out, Gridiron Gang.